Coming to you another unscheduled impromptu podcast because Fox be on fire. I'm on fire. Hi, girl. When you get in, her energy's high and she's got thoughts on her mind and we start having good conversations, you just gotta <laughs> let the fox frolic. Yes. So, ready to do this, baby? What's this number four? This will be four. Podcast then. number if four. If we get through it, it'll be four. Don't get through it. Podcast <laughs> number four. Vocals sound good. All right, everyone, thanks for joining us. Welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'm your host, Uncle Legend, and with me, as always, I have the beautiful co host, Call Girl Six, aka my lovely Fox. Hey, y'all, how are you guys doing today? All right, all right. So, Hopped on this one off schedule, so we're going to get right into it because Fox has some questions. We was having a fire conversation on the patio. Yes. We're editing podcast number three that we ain't even put out yet. (laughs) Right. We was having a fire conversation. And so one of the questions that I asked him was, would he care if a woman wanted him because she's desperate? As in, she's been through the wire. Like, she's so she's been through the most and tired of being alone. And so, so what she thinks. <laughs> and so, the value that she thinks she sees, a lot of it comes from her going through so much. Just like, you know what? He seems like he's a great guy. I but, just need it. So, so before or, we get to the or. Okay. okay you go ahead okay. and get the or question because we might not get back to it if we don't do it. <laughs> right. So, go ahead. Or you. And she also has been through the wire as well, but sees your value not because she's desperate, but because she can see what you can add to her life besides, oh, save me. I just need a man. And also you do these things for me or I see that you could do these things for me. So first it's like, for me, that's a canvassing question, right? Because when you put it, because we didn't even address it like that at first. We just dealt with the first half of that question. Right, we which did. Which was yeah. a woman being, like if a woman was desperate or been through the ringer, it's like, Sometimes you can kind of tell, like I don't want, I don't want to be nobody's Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, nobody yeah, wants like Jenny I, to keep coming yeah, back. Yeah, I ain't trying to have Jenny out here partying, getting her cheeks cracked, and then she want to come back to me when she want to settle down. Like, hey, uh, um, I'm at that point in my life where I want to settle down. I'm about to die of AIDS, so now I want somebody to love me <laughs> in my dying moments. No, right, right. I mean, but that's the same way a woman wouldn't want that. You don't want to do like, oh, I'm gonna get back to you when I settle down. So it's like you're an option at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, like you don't want to be an option. I want to be a choice. Right. I don't want to be like, all right, this is the best option out of what I'm left. Like this is soul food now back in back in the day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where it's like, all right, we got some chitlins. We got some leftover, this, that, and the third. Let's make the best meal we can make out of it. Make the best out of it. So you don't it. want to be that. But I feel as though like when it's a certain level of being desperate, I feel like I can smell it. Because one, I intrinsically feel like women are the most sneaky creatures on the face of the planet. Period. <laughs> That's why y'all get away with the most cheating, the most murders, I the most say everything. Sneaky, I would say clever, witty, and clean. Clever like a fox, oh. huh? I mean, we uh, we not gonna put my repertoire nowhere, okay. so let's not do that. Y'all hear that? <laughs> y'all hear what I got to deal with around here? But no, it's um, but that that that's the way that is. It's like you, you'll feel like I I think I can feel when a woman has that desperation. Like I don't want to be that option. When a woman comes and it's like, oh, you're a choice. Your choice, and they try to portray too much. You'll feel like, at first, yeah, I get it. But out of the two options, it's hard to tell a difference. Now, when you put both of those scenarios up, you're talking about a woman. Both women been through it. 
Right. Both of them had like life then kicked them in the teeth. Yeah, that's kind of why I let I let you know said both women went through the same kind of wire situation, been through the ringer. So, but I feel like it's just one of the things like women are they're the greatest manipulators ever. Right. So how will you know? You said you feel like you can smell it. What are some of the things that you think you can smell from a woman when she's just desperate versus? Has took her time and understand what feel, value I feel you can like bring it, to her I life. feel like it's how you shut up. Like it's the difference between shutting up on some, like, all right, I got a lot of fire in me, but I respect this man. He told me to be quiet. I'm gonna go ahead and let him take the lead, let him drive right now. It's the difference between that and, you know what? Say whatever you want. Just don't beat me, touch my kids, steal my money out my purse, just whatever. And you can just that defeated, like that lack of fire. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that's what the desperation is because it's the lack of fire. Usually when people they hit that point of desperation. Okay, I can see that. But I can also say, too, a woman will say what's needed to be said yeah, in order that's why to every get great empire whatever has she been needs to happen, happen. Yeah, that's why women have been able to overthrow every empire without so force. So, like, number one, everybody can say, you know, everybody talks about the male ego and all that. Yes, the woman ego true. is a thousand times worse. They have them egos, okay? But we also have egos, too. And I don't know if... I, you know what? I wouldn't say I don't know. I'm just going to say that yeah, yeah, women don't tea. like <laughs> spill the tea. Women can't take rejection. <laughs> women cannot take rejection. Dude. I don't care how you think you may. Oh, I'm good. If they don't want me, then whatever. No, that just hurt your feelings because he don't want you. And now you got to be in this attitude of, oh, if he don't want me, then uh, nope. It did hurt your feelings. Yeah, because so, men and women, like we cook, we cook at a different temperature, right? Mm-hmm. So like men. We men, we microwaves. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as soon as I say, like, hey, hey, let me holler at you. Let me talk to you for a minute. You're like, oh, I got a man. I'm out there. F you and your man. Both mm-hmm. of y'all can get it. This and, that, and I'm done with it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But let me go ahead and like snide off, like slide off on you, ghost you, do anything, and just tell you, like, hey, um, it's one thing for me to be like, hey, I'm getting back with my wife. Or I'm getting back with my, my, um, my kid's mother. And we're going to be together. Like, that hurts. But when I just tell you, like, yo, you ain't it, mm-hmm. that's when y'all just like, Oh, I ain't it. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Let me tell you, that shit hit different, and I'm going. I'm going to explain to you. I'm. A, I, I might go in a little bit about our story in a minute, but I'm just going to talk about the rejection factor for a second. I do not so, consent to my past being brought up on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not going. You know, go all the way. In, well, it's our past, so th- it's what it is. No matter, we still here. We're gonna always be here. I edit the podcast. I'm saying- <laughs> Just for the record, I edit the podcast. Go ahead, baby. So, Go ahead, you got it. So let me just give you a rejection story, right? Everybody has been rejected. So let me tell you, I was at a point in my dating after my divorce and everything. Okay, I was just about to get into why I got it. Anyway, Let's not get don't far. we down the rabbit hole, Alice? Come story. back, Alice. <laughs> so anyway, I jumped back on the dating scene, and I was so open. I was like, Lord. Whatever you won't give to me, let me be accepting of it and let me, you know, enjoy and just let it be whoever, da, 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 all my little goals and dreams, right? So I was being open and a part of my being open was to accept whatever it was that was coming in front of me, right? And whatever package it came in. I recall dating, going out on a date with this guy. Well, first I was talking to him for about two and a half, three weeks over the phone. He was a guy in a wheelchair. Okay, now there's nothing against disabled people. Love y'all. Cool. Right. So I was talking to this guy. Usually that's not somebody I would talk to in a wheelchair or whatever. And it doesn't matter why he was in a wheelchair. Um, We were talking and we decided to go out on a date. He had a fire personality. He loved my personality. Wanted to meet me in person. Did you know he was in a wheelchair 
before y'all started talking, or did he just like take all his pictures, so, leaned up against the wall or something? It was kind of like he was sitting in all the pictures. And I was like, do you, how tall are you? Do you have any pictures standing up? I didn't even so, know he was being an asshole. I didn't even know. <laughs> like this dude over there, like she wants to see me stand up. Oh, she funny, huh? No, no, I didn't know he was in a damn wheelchair. Fair it enough. was like a regular ass chair. So, so you um, ain't see the wheels on it. No, he, oh, he just was didn't like take Yeah, he was just sitting like he was just sitting in a regular chair, like in the house or something like that, in the couch. Chilling, chilling. All right. You know, so I didn't have no clue. I didn't have any clue. And through our conversations, about two weeks in or something like that, he was like, you know, um, I'm in a wheelchair, and I was like, oh. I was like, okay, well, what happened? He was telling me he was in an accident, whatever, whatever, him and his fiance, da, da, da. And did you ask the she question? was the one ended up, I mean, he was the one ended up in the wheelchair. Did she you did. ask the question? What? The, like, does everything still work? Like, of course. Okay. <sighs> okay, of course. I asked that question. Okay, ladies, come on now, ladies. We <laughs> we want to know if it still works because he was, like, paralyzed. He was paralyzed from, like, waist down. And um, it, he, I asked if it still worked. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some things, you know, I could do, whatever, 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 whatever. No, nah, that and ain't the same like, answer. Okay. And he was like, I ain't never had no problem, whatever. I was like, okay. I was like, Lord, I don't know what this is, but all right. I like his personality. He made me laugh. Da, da, da. We have a great time on the phone, so let's meet. Um, being open, right? Just open to love. And I don't know if it was me being open or desperate, okay? Fair enough. So, um, I went out on a date with him, whatever, and I'm like, this is not really what I want. Like, I don't want this. Is, okay, everybody have their preferences. It's Was not, it electric oh, or manual? Um, manual, manual. It's just like, oh, I don't. You know, everybody have their preferences when they're dealing with someone, right? What they prefer. It's not that I'm wrong for preferring someone who's not in a wheelchair. You know, like I want to go on jog sometimes if I want to lose weight. I want to go on. You know what I'm saying? He can roll with me. I get it. But he, he can roll that's with not you. <laughs> stop. You dirty. <laughs> stop. Look, so the major point was is that, um, he, you know, I just want to be able to do things uh, with him standing, whatever it is, right? So, but I was open to that, though. I was open to him being in a wheelchair. This is new for me. Never experienced this, whatever. We go out on a date. We having a good time, whatever. And he, I don't know what it is. Um, he, I don't know. I have, I have no clue, and I'm not even going to say or assume or anything. After the date was done, he calls me when we get home, whatever. Make sure I made it home safe, whatever, whatever. And he's like, "Well, you know." Um, and and during the date, the date was fun, but there's like certain things that I noticed about in the conversation that I wasn't really like. Mm, maybe just not kind of the guy for me. But I'm like, "Well, he cute. He's still, you know, he's intelligent. Whatever. I can look past that shit. It don't matter. He in a wheelchair. Look past that shit. It don't matter too." So he called me. He was like, "I said, like, so what do you think about us going out on another date again and what have you?" He was like, "Well, honestly, I don't. I don't think that we're gonna we're gonna um what's the word he used? Mesh. He didn't say mesh. He was just like, "Yeah, I wasn't gonna make it. Yeah, he not make it, but he he said something to the effect of let's just that roll through it. We, <laughs> he said something to roll through it." I can't with you. He just said something to the effect of like, no, there won't be another date and he's not interested. Right. I, so how was so, how was that that Fox Pride feeling when right then I and tell there? you, it felt like an arrow with fire on the end, the fucking marshmallow with fire. Is that what they use? A marshmallow or cloth <laughs> to shoot the arrows? They, they use with. cloth. I don't they think they had <laughs> like just a bag of marshmallows back in the day. Archers, load your marshmallows. <laughs> Knock. 
Like, nah, I don't I think must it's be good. hungry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we're going to feed them and kill them. We're going to give them diabetes. If they don't die, they're going to get their foot chopped off by the end of the war. <laughs> they're going to have the sugar. Yeah, so that's how I felt. It's like it hurt it, and then it double time hurt it because, like, dude, you're in a wheelchair. Like, I opened up myself to you, and you telling me, like, I'm not good enough for but you? Feel, but that's one of the things I so, feel like people, that's the importance of, of dating and dealing with people that you're equal. Because whenever you deal with somebody that you clearly have a bias that you feel superior or inferior to, mm. you're going to take more or take less mm-hmm. uh, nonsense from them based off of that. Because it's like, you're going to do what? Like, I gave you a shot. Like, you feel like you're doing them a favor. At the end of the day, you, imagine if you had had that conversation with him and been like, well, I gave you – I did you a favor. You was in what – this night. he would have been like, um – Boom, then he would have started ripping. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, now y'all arguing like kids. And you right. talking to you. Well, and you look I like didn't. this. You look like that. That's exactly how I felt, though. I'm, I gave you a shot, okay? So how are you going to tell me you not interested, yeah. you know? So um, he never he never really said what it was. I feel like I know what it was, but I didn't, I'm not going to say it on the air. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I know when people talk about that frail, that frail um, masculine ego, that female ego is fragile. Because I'm telling you right now, I let a woman... I let a woman do something. Like, let me let me see some smoke in the air. As soon as I see smoke, I done already called the fire department to put this out. As soon as, see, as, soon as I see trouble in Little China, I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't know if this is going to work. Mm. So I don't want to waste your time, baby. You know what I'm saying? I think it's probably best that I let you get somebody that's going to be obviously what you want. Maybe it's a me thing, but for me, you don't work. Yeah. And then I'm telling you right now. Text messages, Bible verse after Bible verse. Here's oh Genesis. Lord. Here's Psalms. Oh Ecclesiastics. Like, that's every text message I'm getting after that. And it was just a manipulation factor because I know that I will manipulate. Like, if a woman dropped me, it'd be like, okay, work my way back in there, do a little extra. You know how, like, that's when the representative come out. It's not like right. the consistency. It's like, okay, put on super suave. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, come mm-hmm. out there, do the thing, make her believe everything she want to believe. Cool, get her back. Lay it down, something proper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go ahead. And I'm talking about crushing cervixes. And then be like, bye. And then be like, yeah, you was probably right. See, that's what women, women do not like to be let down. We don't, we, just like you said, we have a problem with rejection. So for those ladies, if you want really want to be real, any guy who told you, nah, I'm good. That shit hurt your feelings a little. You feel a little touched by that. Don't yeah. say you I haven't. Mean, that's bull. Touch. That's bull if you did. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's the bull same if you thing with breakups because it's always the difference. Like when men and women break up, right? Like men and women break up. Say it was like a real serious relationship, and we break up. First thing I'm doing, hitting the club, trying to get something different mm-hmm. to get over you. You know what I'm saying? What you going to do? Sit at home, eat all the Ben and Jerry's, cry it up for a little while, and then you recover better on the back end of it, though. Like me, it's like that depression going to hit me sooner or later, and I'm just be like, everything smells like her. You know what I'm saying? But then, but then you know, I'm a man, so it's like, well, I don't get to put out my feelings because a man only got about. going to smell like this love. You know what I'm saying? It's a man only got about two or three friends where he can say, like, damn, I miss her because everybody else going to be like. Man, if you don't get your soft ass out of here and come out here and go Pussy. to the club. Pussy. You're out here crying and all that. Come on, man. Let's go. But, yeah, that's the thing. It's like that that ego thing. So I think a lot of times that's not portrayed as much. We always talk about the, the, the uh, frail male ego because it's like, yeah. oh, well, men get hurt. Men get hurt. Men get hurt. It's mm-hmm. like, well, women be thrashed just the same. They be hurt just the same way. And they're going to be as manipulative as possible because women are. I feel like, what do you think? Men or women are more on, manipulative? I think women are. Women are most manipulative because a lot of times y'all just not smart enough to catch when we manipulating you guys. That's just that's because we be trying to see the best in y'all. That's it. 
Whatever. Here we be you out go. Here, we be out here trying to see the what? best in y'all, give y'all the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, and y'all out here just slithering. Okay. He trying to he trying to drop a halo right here. I ain't see it coming trying, down in the shimmering of the light. Okay. Just don't eat the apple. <laughs> anyway. Just don't eat the apple. So that's not what this is. That's not what it's supposed to be about. The fact that. Well, not the fact, but the question you asked me was, would I be okay with a woman being desperate? But at the end of the day, now kind of backtracking on what you said, it's like, how do I know if... That's right. How do I know if she's desperate or not? Because the same woman who seemed like a good woman could also be the woman that's just like, look, I done jacked all this up and I see a sucker. Mm-hmm. Like I see a sucker and I'm about to latch on to him, you know what I mean? Because or I, or you not about to drop me? Let me get you back. Da, 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 da. And when I get you, well, you know what? This ain't gonna work out, guys. So let's just leave this alone. But uh, but we we and then when we talk about that, it's kind of like like you were saying. Well, like we like we was both saying when we was out there. Men control access to relationships. Women control access to sex. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of crazy. When you look at it from that perspective about you saying, oh, I'm going to get you back. Oh, I'm going to do this and that. Oh, I'm going to manipulate you in that way. Because you telling me that I got to be in a relationship with you because we had sex is the equivalent of when a man say, like, yo, that dinner was like 300. <laughs> like, what's good? You going to open what, up what we, or what? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, like if I, it's just like if I had sex with you a couple times, you're going to be like, so what are we doing? Yeah, I was just about to say, no, it's not like the first time, like, just because we had sex. Like, a few times, like, all right. And it depends on how that time what? is spent. Well, guess so what? That's how I, I feel about steak dinners. It's like, <laughs> you just going to keep getting the porterhouse? <laughs> Three times in a row we went to Roof Chris. With the mar- with the dang on mushrooms. That's yeah, mushrooms. Got all the fixings on there. And you went a la carte. <laughs> and loaded potatoes. You know no I mean? bacon. Yeah, just doing so, the whole thing. Damn near like, it's damn near like uh, mm-hmm. sexual assault-ish. You know what I mean? Like on that level, like you know how we say there's levels to it. I ain't talking about so, you out here. Okay. I ain't, you ain't out here raping me in the streets or nothing like that. No, but what I'm saying is you're raping my time. Your time. Yeah, you're okay. my time. So listen, women, we would say, you know, not after the first time of us having sex, like, oh, what we doing? We just fucking what? Okay, that's it. But I think that it depends on how that time is spent, like I was saying um, earlier, how the time is spent. So we know that if we see you and we like, oh, we like things about you, oh, we want to make a relationship with you, right? Oh, we want to try something to make a relationship with you. How can I get this man to be interested so, so okay so, so with that why is it so crazy that when i see you on the street and i'm like damn she fine and i'm trying to take you to dinner and i'm bringing you flowers because i want to have sex with you why is that so crazy and frowned upon well y'all doing the same thing because we got the access to I'm relationships i'm not saying that it's about the sex though because there's a lot of women even like how you and i started though we were we were both messing with other people right um no i'm an angel anyway get out of here <laughs> I only had sex with two women. I had children. Oh mom. my god! Multiply that by thirty two hundred. So <laughs> it's above nine thousand. So basically, it's not it's not that because just like how you and I started, right? We both were dealing with other people, but I when we when we first met, our conversations was like fire, right? We made each other. Everything was I dope. Do, I do have dope conversations. <laughs> Everything was dope. Like I loved you. I loved the way you look. Presented you the package. Me? Oh my god! Love at first sight. Ego, ego. Love at first sight. Three, two, one. Are we back? And we back. All right. So basically, um, we 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 dug each other from the start, right? But we didn't have sex until six months later. It wasn't because it was planned. Yeah, it wasn't a time. time first that. of all, it was when the first time we had sex, and we met months before the the, the, the we said we met in October, right? And oh, then no. we ended up talking officially in January, January twenty sixth to be exact. 
So I that's the I gave you receipts. my number from where we met at. So um yeah, we didn't have sex till January till June the first. I mean, so I'll be honest, it's more, real it easy. Our, it's real easy not to have sex when you already got Right, you already got on. something else going on. Like that's what I'm saying. Right. So that's what I'm saying though. It's just like with you, I didn't have to. It was just like conversation. Even though I knew so I saw something be, else. Everybody should treat it like some, a job where it's like, oh, <laughs> I don't apply for a new job until I get, I don't, I don't quit my job until I get a new job. Oh, I thought about that. Yeah, it's up to like. That sounds sound about right, it's though. It's up to like, oh, why y'all cheating? It's up to like, do you shop for shoes with listen, barefoot? No, you don't, actually. So I ain't going to quit this job until I get till I get hired on elsewhere, okay? But the person who I Welcome messed with, we wasn't in a relationship. So it was just more of a sexual thing. Just probably like how you were with whoever else you were with at the time. But the thing is, is that we were talking, and I had my idea of, Mm, okay, this thing is getting interesting. Like every every day, everything he was putting a charm on me. He was saying all these wonderful things. He was doing all these great things, showing consistency till today. And well, today I ain't show consistency. I'm not saying until today end. Oh, okay. I'm just saying till this day. Just want some clarification. Oh my god, here go that ego again. Just need Cal to Cal Ripken right out here. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's what happened with us. And so when a woman has their thoughts of like, okay, I can see something else. I want something else. Yes, of course, we're going to explore sex with you. A lot of us like to do that 90-day shit, whatever. I don't know. That's, I that, think that's that dumb That is so hell. foolish to me because you put 90 days on, it's like, all right, well, if dudes start doing that and be like, oh, well, I'll wait till 90 days, at, 90 days of screwing to uh, get right. into a relationship. And you're going to find out the shit whack, and then what else you going to do? I don't know. Oof. Like, he and I only did – we didn't do that because we were already messing with other people. Um However, when we did, so that wasn't on our mind, right? We just was getting, really getting to know each other. That's our story. We was really digging into each other and getting to know each other. So we had that urge already fed. And I started digging in. Uh, oh, my God. Here we go. I don't lost my whole damn point thinking uh, about this now. No matter. But so I just want to so let me get back to my matter. point. So women, we don't necessarily go about sex. It's not necessarily about sex. But when we do, if we do see that and we're like, oh, that's a common interest. Yes, we're going to have sex. And it was like, okay, well, this and that. If he wants sex like that, okay, we got it. Then if we do it again, it's like, okay. Then sometimes it's not just going to be sex. It's going to be him chilling. We getting to know each other a little deeper. Oh, okay. It's not just him chilling. Just know period. each other deeper. Then we're talking about these different things because he's feeling me. And the sex is dope. And then it's so it's all these things are leading up to, yo, what we doing? We in a relationship or what? So... Back and not not to say that that's always right, that that's always the right way to go All about I'm it. Is like, but that's what no some difference. women do. I don't, I don't see no difference in when a man is what? like. After one dinner, you're just like, no, oh. No, not even after one dinner. Oh, no. what? How, plenty of women, after you, you after a woman to tell you in a heartbeat, oh, you ain't going to put your <laughs> dick in my heart and leave me alone. What you think this is? So it's like some dudes, some dudes is 10 dinners. Some mm-hmm. women is 10 uh, interactions or whatever or something like that. And then they want a relationship. But the whole thing about it is. It's literally the same principle. I'm not saying that is even, and I know uh, I know a lot of women probably gonna be like, "No, nah, he on yeah, some bullshit." But when you think about it logically, it's the same thing. I want sex. You want a relationship. Mm-hmm. There are some women who just want sex. Got it. We understand you guys. Got it. Got it. Got it. But we ain't talking about y'all right now. We just talking about the majority of how relationships are developed. Period. Yeah. So. It'll come down. I'm, I go out. I take you out on a whole bunch of nice dates. After a while, a dude invests time and money into you. It's like, 
I want to see some return on my investment. Just like after you done put this time and energy, I done came over, you done cooked for me, you done spent time with me, you done did all these things for me, you done I, we're in a relationship up. or what? But yeah, what you doing? want return on your investment. So doing, dudes daddy? want the What's same up? thing. It's just that women like, well, at the end of the day, well, well that's what we're shooting for, a relationship or this and that, da 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 mm-hmm. Well, you want it. You want what you want. I want what I want. So if we get to that point, that ain't what I want no more. It's like it was all right. That's why it's so important to discuss these things. You know, just like somebody we know in your past, right? Who went through the whole scenario, y'all doing whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like dealing, going back to the desperation versus the value. It's like okay, yes, I, in the scenario of the situation, I can see that this person really um liked you and really probably cared about you in a way and it wasn't just because you are you um you were safe to her I feel that you were safe to her but you wasn't safe in the oh this is my last option no you were safe to her because okay I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna go all in because you're safe out of everybody that I've met all things that I've been through at the end of the day you seem to be the most safe you know what I'm saying so women have that too and I'm fired Yes, you are. I'm not even going yeah, to. I wouldn't right, be with you if you wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Just, just put that out there. Hey, what's the applaud button at on here? No, go oh, ahead. my God. Ego. Hey. I'm just, where's a check? Let me just hit that. Ding. That's what, ego check. That's what that means. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. You done? Oh, I'm Pop sorry. Pop collar. Do I need to come and pat I'm, you on the back? No, nah, it's a t-shirt. I ain't got collar. Oh, yeah. my run, Lord. Run. Okay. But basically what I'm saying is, is that some women, we would see a man and just like, because they've been through so much, so much hurt, so much pain. It's like, please just don't do this to me. Okay. I could see that you're a great man. I value you for this and you're safe for me. You're not an option, but you're safe for me. And then there's other women because they just been through so much. They just like, Lord, please just fine. Don't hurt me. I, I need a good man. You look like you're a good man because of whatever else you've been through or whatever else you're dealing with. And, and my hot I want girl you summers to. are over. Right. And your hot girl summers are over. Mm. And I just want you. I don't so have So that's a big knees. difference. That's a big difference in those three different types of but women. When it comes down to the, but even back to the same point, when it comes down to the two, when it comes down to one who's in there for desperation, mm-hmm. one in there who's for what you assumedly say is the right reason, you can't tell the difference. And it really, mm-hmm. and what it will really come down to is what value do you add to my life? Because just because you're desperate don't mean I got to put my cape on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're desperate. But it's I like, agree if you, right there. I, I bet you do. Yeah. But just because. <laughs> Just because you're desperate don't mean I got to put my cape on. It depends on how much value you bring to my life. If you were doing me, because everything intrinsically, people are selfish by nature. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is selfish. Like, you can't, I can't think of anything that we do. People are like, oh, I give to charity. You give to charity so you can feel better or you can get right with God or you can put some more, you can put some more weight in the karma side of the mm-hmm. scales or something like that. Everything we do is intrinsically selfish. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what we do. Anything we give to people, everything we teach to people, it's a feeling that it gives us. Like when I teach somebody or I make somebody better, it makes me feel better. Right. So whatever but they do with that. that reciprocity at the end of the yeah, day. You That's what we all look for, that reciprocity for any relationship or any give and take, any transaction. Yeah, and a lot of times it's going to be lopsided. Yeah, I agree with that. You know I what's agree a, with that. You know what relationship is lopsided? What? Parenting. Oh, my God. Please do not, okay? Let me tell you something. I posted something on Facebook today that says, a very wise man once told me, he said some other things before that, but he said, this life you live in ain't for you. It's for other people. Well, when do I get to live the life of me? And I was like, wait, what? What you, whatever. Like, I'm supposed to live my best life. You know, living my best life. Hey, I ain't going back. We already know the same. We already know it. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. The more 
I encounter situations and go through experiences in life, I do see that I'm not living this life for me. <laughs> I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Like, everything I do here, and even if you think to, even those people who don't have many friends or what have you, um, they're rich, they live their life, or they're wealthy, what have you, and they die, somebody else has been, all that they've worked for, somebody else is going to benefit from that, right? That's just from that standpoint. But in the, um, in the most median standpoint, how we live day to day, it's like everything that I go through, it is to benefit myself, right, for growth, right? But ultimately, it's for other people because I'm sacrificing for them. You understand what I'm saying? And that sacrifice or growth is still intrinsically selfish. Like when my when I teach my kids, man. But I don't want to necessarily grow like that. I don't want to feel that pain well, and that struggle. I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? <laughs> when you're trying to get that ball off your chest in the gym and it's that last rep, sometimes you got to do some pain and struggle to get that thing off your chest before I'm you just call throw the it spot. to the right. Screw it. Whatever. It's still it's still a struggle. <laughs> While you over there, legs flinging, with legs flinging, anything like that, it's still something like that. But one thing about kids, kids are. I don't think I understood what absolute love was until I had kids. Mm -hmm. Because you think about it, a baby, like having a baby, a baby doesn't give a flying you-know-what about you. Like a baby yeah. doesn't give a damn about you at all because a baby is like, I'm hungry. Now, nah. oh, you got to work? Cool story, bro. I'm <laughs> thirsty. I'm hungry. This I'm minute. wet. Right this minute. Not oh, minute. you having this a hard minute. time? Oh, you got laid off from your work? So uh, <laughs> what's up with that titty, mama? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you dehydrated? I ain't well, got no titty. Nope. Get busy. <laughs> Figure it out. You know what I mean? So I think when we have kids, that's when I think you really find, for me, that's when I really found out what love was. Yeah. To put into somebody and to get zero reciprocity. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I dump all this money into you for how long to sit here and argue with you, to sit here and tell you the same things over and over again, to mm -hmm. tell you to do this, to tell you to do that, to be wiping your ass in the middle of the and night. And you're ungrateful, but even as teenagers... Teenagers the worst. Oh my god! Teenagers are te teenagers are literally terrorists. That's what I refer to teenagers as terrorists. Like and teenage that is children, true. he called all the teenagers. Terrorists. I call them all terrorists because that's what terrorists do. The terrorists they come in there and they try to get a little Trojan horse and then they blow your whole day up with their foolishness. Yes. Like that's what they do. They just got little bombs on their chest and they run around, blow it up, and then when you catch them and they didn't die because the bomb ain't go off, you're like, yeah. Now and they oh, have some mercy. Selfish. Fucks on this earth. Point blank, period. And the worst part about it is, is like, you sit there and you look at them, and probably similar to how our parents looked at us, but you sit there and you look at them, and you watch them grow, and you up at like, like, I remember, I remember when my first, with my, like, um, I remember with like, with Tanasia and Bam Bam, right? Mm -hmm. Princess and Bam Bam. I remember with them, I was like, yo, don't do this, don't do that, keep them away from the stove, do all this stuff. With Titan, don't touch that stove. I'm only going to tell you about it. Once you burn that little <laughs> hand, we'll deal with the burn. Because guess what? Bam Bam and Princess had to get them away from the stove 10, 15, 20 yeah. times before something happened. Titan, it kinda reminds Titan burned his me, hand one time, done. It reminds me of that commercial, that Love's commercial. Like, this is the example of you having your first baby. Oh, yeah, first kid. you have all these different things, you got a all helmet. these protections. <laughs> and all these different, elbow pads. And then after a while, you get Love's. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, screw this. This is what happens to you. You don't want to listen. Here you go. This is yeah. your. This is repercussion. The re yeah. repercussions behind it. Yeah, I just I just let it go. So I feel like oh, before it's like oh, well, make sure you you put covers on all the corners and <laughs> baby proof the house and this and that. Now it's like, hey, don't go there. Knock your head. Hey, hey you shouldn't been standing there. Be up to like Goodbye. hey, you, hey, you, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> well, what happens if I do this? Fuck around and find out.
<laughs> like you just don't understand how well of a job you did because there ain't no manual for this. Mm-hmm. Like people could tell you some stuff, and I think a lot of times we don't take the guidance of our elders. A lot of times, because sometimes we think that good counsel, good sage counsel, and everything like that. Sometimes we think it's got an expiration date on it. Mm-hmm. But realistically, at the end of the day, if I was to ask all the people about some help or something, everybody do something different. Everybody skin a cat right. differently. But my grandmother, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the movie we watched, The Little Things, when he said like, oh, yeah. well, you know, things are a whole mm-hmm. lot different now. He like, well, you still got to catch the bad guy, right? Right. But that's yes, really what it comes yes. down to, and that's how my grandmother Denzel always break Washington it down. Movie. Like, you still have to make a decision, and you make these choices, and every kid's different. So when you sit there and think like, oh, well, you do, you could do five kids in a row one way, and it worked. And then that next kid is like, oh, no, I'm Hellraiser. What the hell? Where did you come from, Yeah, Because guy? it's always that one kid you're going to get, at least one, oh, yeah. that is your mother and father's prayer, Jesus. or whoever raised you prayer to be like, I hope you have a kid that act just like you. Lord, Father, <laughs> yeah, like it's always that one that's gonna give you all the hell that you gave and you thought nothing of it. Here's all that hell back, right? Multiply by something, probably just so you can see it easier. Yep, this your karma right here. So what you gonna do with it? What you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just it's just one of them things. It's like it's a thankless job, and you look at scenarios and you hope like I, mean, I hope my kid would be like this, and I hope my kid won't do this. But it's such a hard balance between like let them drown. Mm-hmm. And save them from the shark. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like, they got to go in the water. When, so it's yeah, like, right. when do I put them in the water? Do I right. throw them in the water early? It ain't no man you to be like, well, if a kid weighs this much and they start talking at this age, then you can throw them in the water at blah. It's just a whole test drive at the end of the day. Everything is a test drive. Where they learn that, it's up to them. They come here on their own journeys. And that's my firm belief. So I try to instill with them, in them as much as I can, and if they accept those things, they accept. If you reject it, you reject it. But best believe, life gonna make you come back to it. That's one thing that I've learned on my own because, like, I was quiet. I ain't give no problems. I had a whole other side of me that not many people knew. And I was straight A student. Did what I had to do in school. My dad was very strict, and um, I he taught me a lot of different things. I threw all that stuff out the window. But now as an adult, as I grew into my adulthood, I left the house early, 16 years old. And guess what? I need to come back to those things. Yeah. Like if I got, if it's 20 dope sayings that I've given to peers, um, even in the military, superiors, subordinates, peers, um, people in my life, the children and everything like that, I would say if it's 20 dope sayings that I came up with, I'm going to tell you 18 of them came from my grandfather. Mm. Like my grandfather who dropped. He would drop jewels on me at like nine where it's like, I don't even know what to do with this. And yeah. then like 19 came around. And it was like, oh, I know what to do with this one now. You know what I'm saying? And then 25 yeah. comes around. It's like, oh, I know what to do with this one. 30 comes around. It's like, it just pops oh, damn. You know what I mean? Because you know? I, I, I soaked the game up. He gave me the game for free. I soaked it up just because of the respect level I had from him. And a lot of times the message So let me just story. interject. So if y'all ever feel like that's why he act like an old man, that's why. Because his great-grandfather taught or, or you need to grow up. <laughs> nah. Or who, if you feel like acting like an old man, you need to grow up. You need to grow up. But no, Pop, Pop would give me the dopest game, and when did it come back? I'd be like, damn. You know what I mean? Just like he said something similar. And I done heard other people say it, so I don't know where he got it from. But just something that always kept me grounded where he'll tell me, you're never as good as you think you are. You're never as bad as they say you are. So it's like if you say I'm the worst person on earth, I'm not. If I think I'm the best person on earth, I'm also not. I'm mm-hmm. somewhere along the line in the middle, right? And it yeah. keeps you grounded to be like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. 
No, I'm not. Right. Or people trash you and your confidence get low and you're like, man, I don't know. You know, you all mopey. It's like, I ain't that bad. You know what I mean? So it kind of give you, it, it gave me balance. Like, that's one of the things they said to me that gave me balance. And um, was, uh, I try to instill some of those things in the kids, but, like, it's it's such a full-time job where there's never not a time that you can't take time to teach your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you might not have the time, but it's not like it's a bad time to ever tell them. Because you don't even know when it's going to stick. It's like throwing noodles at a wall, waiting for something to stick. You'll tell them something like, here's a lesson. And it's in one ear and out the other. Here's a lesson. In one ear and out the other. Hell, today, uh, Princess just gotten something. Mm-hmm. The Princess just gotten something over the weekend. And it's like, <clears throat> all the things I done said to her, all the things that her mother done said to her, you know yeah. what I mean? And here we are, right? Like, here we are in this situation. It's like, man, I know I done taught you better than this. I know why, we done like, talked about this. this. Why are you doing this? And it's like, but they still, like you said, they got their own journey. Yeah, they have And they got to learn. It just pains you because it's kind of like, it's kind of like I'm looking at a mind, a, 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 a field full of landmines, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, like, yo, don't step left. And you're like, I know what I'm doing, this and that. Boom, they go your leg. Yeah. Well, damn, now I feel bad that you ain't got a leg. Because you ain't want to listen. But, but you ain't want to listen. Like, so now some of me is like I told you so, and the other half of me is like, well. Dang, baby. Yeah, it is what it is. Right, right. And, and speaking crazy. of landmines, the um, did you read up on the, remember I told you the story about Miami? Oh, the yeah. building in Miami? Of course. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so you, go ahead, break it down. Yeah, so I don't, you read more on the story than I did. I, I just mean, had an, an encounter with someone who experienced it, actually two people. So let me say what job. it is first before right. you go. So, so um, Carrie, I didn't do enough research on this, Carrie. So <laughs> let me live. But We're going to put Carrie on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I, I, I looked at a couple of, I looked at a couple of headlines, hit some clickbait. I had a little time at work during lunch. I read a little bit. But. <laughs> Uh, condo. I think I believe it was a condo. We love you, Carrie. Yeah, I believe it was a condo collapsed in Miami. They said it was an older building. It was like, I don't know. I want to say like forty years old, something I don't like that. Know. Building collapsed, and they still finding people dead and a whole lot of people missing right. in there. And what you was about to say about? Um, no, I was just about to say that a lot of people are talking about how it was naval related to an exercise. That's what the news. Uh, oh, oh, we ain't gonna be saying. blaming it on the world's finest navy. Uh, <laughs> Not the world's finest. World's Navy. finest Navy. That they were doing an exercise where a major explosive went off, a bomb of some sort, and caused this ripple effect and earthquake or whatever. And shook. They said so, like a 3.9 on a Richter scale. On the scale. Richter scale, right. So um, what happened was that I had some lady call in. For those of you who don't know, I now I do disaster relief uh, case management, right? So um, I had someone call in, was talking about an issue or whatever, and she was just like, you know, my whole house collapsed. I heard this sonic boom, and next thing you know, like, my whole roof caved in on me. Yeah, when she say sonic boom. And it just brought me boom. back to, like, oh, my God, this probably is what, you know, if all these people are saying the same thing, which I had another someone call in about that, their whole everything just collapsed on them while they were whatever they were doing, you know? I don't know enough to be talking bad about my current employer because <laughs> the way my retirement set up, I need to, like, be easy for two more years. But I'm going to talk shit all day. Yeah. So <laughs> you're over here acting like Steph Curry wife and shit. They're like Aisha Curry over here. Like I'm going to talk shit about the NBA. Hey, but I, I need people to like me too. Yeah. I need some attention. Yeah. But with that, um, one, when she say sonic boom, it's like, I don't really know exactly. When you say sonic boom, is that like when jets break the sound barrier? You know what? I don't know what a sonic because boom when I think is. of sonic I think boom, sonic. I think of street fight. No, I think of street fighter. Old guy, about, guy from street fighter, sonic boom. I, I think about sonic. That's all I think about running, getting them rings. That's all. I don't I'm know sure what it didn't sound like that. Like. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah. I don't know what a boom is. Or I'm thinking whatever, it probably sounds. The only thing I can think of sonic like, boom got to be like when a jet breaks the sound barrier. Like when you hit them jets know. pick up and they hit the sound barrier, you'd be like, boom, ooh, that was loud. You know what I mean? I That's when they break the sound barrier. So, you know, you hear that. She heard that something crack. and she was just like, next thing I know, my whole roof caved in. Because if you're thinking about not knowing how the building caved in, and if you talk about they had a 3.9 um, off the uh, mm-hmm. 3.9 on the Richter scale off the East Coast, any that, that boom could have been anything. Like when you talk about when you go back as far as like 9-11, mm-hmm. when people's like, I was hearing explosions. Right. So you don't know, like that's explosion or did First she really hear the boom saying right. it was a naval exercise? And I don't, I don't know enough about it. I mean, it'll eventually something to come out. Right, I'm sure or whatever. it will. I'm sure it will because they were, it said that they were having an exercise. Excuse me, it says that they were having an exercise, but. We don't know exactly what happened, right, because we weren't there. On those people who were there, those of, you know, my family and friends down south, let me know what you heard. If you heard anything, hit us up, Legend at gmail.com. Let us know what it really was, and we can talk about it again, have you on, if so, um, to get to the bottom of what was really going on at that I'm time. I'm going to tell you right now, this is one of them good times as an official. My boy Big P, right, uh, we call him Big Chief, uh, Big P uh, Palmer. That dude, he was our public affairs officer. At one of the commands I was at. And anytime they come up and ask us anything, I'm going to tell you right now, instantly I get dumb. Mm-hmm. They start asking me questions like, hey, did you hear about this, that, and the third? All right, seeing Chief Pinkney, uh, his mass communication specialist, he, uh, he'll answer all your questions. I ain't even getting <laughs> caught up in that because you say any of the wrong thing, it's like they about to take that to the news. Like, hey, we talked to such and such, and he said this, and it's like, man, I was just talking at the gym. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm so it's like I know not that. even to get into that. Right, right. So yeah, definitely. Some things just some some things just can't be explained until it's time for them to be explained. Like, cause you just don't got the knowledge. Gun in your head, Fox. Gun in your head. What's Gun in that? your head. You know how they say, "Would you rather?" My issue with "Would you rather," like, "Would you rather do this or would you rather click, do that?" Click, boom. Yeah. My my issue with "Would you rather" is like people always say, "Well, I'd rather not do anything." And da da da. All right, well, gun in your head now. So that's your third choice. It's like do A, do B, or get your brains leaked out all over the place, right? I know one brains brains leaked out. Well, I guess you're about to make a decision. So I would you rather? Oh my god! I would you rather? Would you rather have gun to your head? Would you rather have sex with a hideously ugly person or a beautiful fresh corpse? I'm go with a beautiful fresh corpse. Oh, necrophiliac ass. <laughs> I'm a guy with a beautiful fresh corpse because, like, I want to. It takes a lot for me to get turned up. So you got to be handsome. You got to be beautiful. You have to be a certain kind of swagger you got to have, right? What kind so, of swagger you going to have stiff and dead? Rigor mortis. You beautiful, though. I see you, and it's attractive to oh, me. Oh, so you're so that swagger. So you seen that lady who got... <laughs> who got in trouble for getting pregnant from, she was a um, um, forensic pathologist, and I believe she was a forensic pathologist. She had to be if she working with the corpse. She ended up getting... Oh, it could be a mortician. Yeah, something like that. Either or, one of those two. So she ended up getting pregnant from a dead guy. So apparently... So she had to get him this post-mortem pipe? Listen. This post-mortem pipe? That rigor mortis set in? Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hardest Chinese arithmetic. Let me get, let me get that. But no, that's the gun in my head. That's what I'm gonna go with. Gun I'm in my go head. With this, hey, it's that fresh corpse. So you still look the way you're supposed to look, because you know when people die, after a while they start. Uh, African American people, they get real dark, like darker than their normal skin tone. They just don't look the same, right? But if it's a fresh corpse, like, yeah, I'm like, let me get that. I'm tell you, you looking pretty good. Before I cut you open, do all this stuff. Let me get that real quick. 
I'm gonna tell you right now. Anybody named Dante right. walk up on me, <laughs> smiling a little too hard, <laughs> on sight. On sight, yeah, you Dante. You gun to my head. That's what I would do. Like gun to my head. Ugly. I can't. You can't get this. I, I don't want you to hey, have man. this. I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell you right now. Ugly. Fresh corpse. Ugly. I don't know. Uh, I didn't did some things I ain't proud of in my life. <laughs> you have gun to my head. I'm not. I'm not piping down the dead body. Like she, <laughs> no, it's not happening. Gun in my head right there. You about to see me. You about to see me take this manatee. You know what I mean? Don't and put I a paper bag over what you. Want hey, to? I don't, whatever got to do. It's a gun in my head. I'm sure I could think about some other stuff. I could roll old. I could roll old real back in the head of everything in the past or something like that. Something <laughs> got to give. But we ain't, we ain't. I ain't doing no dead body. It's, it's, she could be a terrible. And the whole thing about it, you know what? I just sit in the shower for an extra thirty minutes and just sit there and kind of sob silently you about be it. In the child's pose, just in the child's pose in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let that one run. All right. Now you're gonna be sleep. That's what you're gonna be after that night. Sleep. No, I ain't gonna go to sleep. I can't go to sleep. I had nightmares. <laughs> Been in the military. I'm a sailor. You know what sailors used to do? They used to go after mermaids. You know what the mermaids really was? What? Manatees. And them yeah. dudes was just had scurvy. That's what scurvy you do. That's why I be serious about scurvy. my vitamin C. Scurvy? scurvy is like a lack of vitamin C. Oh. So them dudes wouldn't have enough vitamin C or whatever. Because, you know, all they eating is salted meats and drinking gotcha. meat or whatever or something right. like that. So they have a lack of vitamin C. That'll cause scurvy. And then they'll see that manatee and be like, she kind of thick. Oh, my God. So you know what? Manatees. I ain't eating no vitamin C before that happened. <laughs> and um, uh, <laughs> some things got to go. And I'm a <laughs> So I guess I'm going to be going to Davy Jones Locker trying to get some manatee ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, this was a silent impromptu podcast, Fox. Yeah, it was impromptu. I really enjoyed myself. So, well, thank you everybody for coming and sitting with us in Uncle Legend's Corner. If you have any suggestions, feedback, any questions you want us to um, ask here on the podcast, if you have anything you want to say or want us to talk about, please don't hesitate to write us, as you all have been, at askunclelegend at gmail.com. Yeah, we appreciate everything. And um peace. Peace.